It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 10 joining us as he does each and every Eagles post game show. You could hear him on WIP throughout the week and every second of every day, every second of every day, and certainly on the Go Birds podcast as well as the Go Birds show every Saturday from one to three with James Seltzer. That's Elliot Short Parks. What's up, Elliot? Man, I'm just trying to work as hard as you two. You know, just just trying to work as hard as uh, the best duo in the business. Well, Whoa. good luck, pal. Whoa. Good luck. It's getting deep. It's getting deep. <laughs> um, Ellie, let's let's talk about the defense. I mean, last week certainly you don't lay it at their feet the way that game went. Uh, I think they gave up 12 if you you know exclude that late interception that Jalen had, and then 10 tonight. Pretty impressive, all things considered. You know, some of the bodies they're still down, especially on the back end, to be able to go out there and do what they did tonight. Give me your impressions of how they played. Yeah, so we spent a lot of time over the last two years debating Jonathan Gannon, you know, if he was a lead coordinator, all those things. This is what everybody wanted to see from Gannon, and I was one of Gannon's biggest supporters, but that coaching job, Sean, decided is probably better than any coaching job Jonathan Gannon did during his two years as as coordinator. I mean, holding that offense to basically seven points, if we want to be honest. Obviously, three come on the interception that was returned, and then Jalen bumbling it basically in field goal range. That's a win on that drive for the defense, so Sean Desai has been incredibly impressive. He's doing it with personnel in the secondary that is probably not as good as the personnel that uh, the Eagles have had the last two years. The defensive line deserves a ton of credit. Jalen Carter is one of the best defensive linemen in the league. That's certainly a nice addition to the defensive line. But I think Sean Desai has been everything the Eagles could have hoped for. And tonight to shut down that offense, I mean, it was, was an elite job. Yeah, I mean, listen, you can't spell Elliot without L, and, and it's tough to hear this this Sean Desai, uh, Gannon, uh, bending of the knee, but I appreciate it. Anyway, uh, back to the game. What do we learn, like, about Jalen Hurts tonight? Obviously, the, the turnovers, they're a thing now. Like, you could brush him aside all you want, but he had two tonight, but also had some really clutch plays late. What do we learn about our quarterback tonight? I think you learned that he's a quarterback of the best team in the NFL, and he's a big part of the reason why. The turnovers are a major problem. You know, as 10 has been some, you know, involved in 10 turnovers through the first uh, seven games. That's way too many. I believe that's more than he was all last year. Um, the fumble cannot happen. That's completely on him. 
the interception, it's a bad throw. I think there's some un- unluckiness in that it was picked off and returned, but the throw was bad. But despite all that, he just wins. He simply wins all the time. He, I believe, is now like 22-3 and three in his last 25 starts, um, and he comes back after that interception. A lot of uh, players in the locker room talked about how the kind of, you know, what he showed to, to have that touchdown drive afterwards. So I think you learned that he's resilient. Uh, I guess we'll learn more about if he's hurt. But I think overall, despite the turnovers, it was a good outcome for him today. Elliot, let me dig in on that for a minute because he was wearing a brace, and, and you were watching some video of him after the game, sort of walking off gingerly, even even maneuvering around the locker room gingerly. You know, what what were you hearing down there regarding it? I mean, we know he's a tough dude. I mean, look, he finished the Chicago game with you know a pretty severe shoulder injury. So, uh, any idea what we're looking at here? Yeah, so I might be in the minority here where I don't think he looks as banged up as other people do. Uh, you know, I watch Jalen practice a lot, um, and I think that he looked banged up for sure a little bit, but I don't think it's going to be something serious. I do believe that he will probably play next week. He spoke after the game, and he did say, uh, did say that he put a brace on, and he did say we'll see if it's something it's going to impact him, or I believe he said hope not, actually. So yep. not ideal answers from him, but my guess is you still see him against Washington. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What do you think of Sirianni going for it in that uh, fourth down on their own, like, what, 22-yard line? I mean, you've been calling for him to be more aggressive. Did we did we see closer to last year's Nick tonight? I'm sorry, you cut out for a second, man. Can you say that again? Well, it was a great question about uh, Nick Sirianni going for it on his own uh, 22. Did we, did we see last year's Nick? Is he getting back to his more aggressive self? Yeah, I think so. And credit to him. I, I, that is not something I would have gone for. I do think that, look, you have the best – short uh, short distance quarterback sneak, push, 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 whatever you want to call it, in the NFL. But that was a really risky play there. You're only, I believe, up a touchdown when he did that. Um, he spoke after the game. I thought it was a really good w- way to put it, that basically he has first and nine. He doesn't have first and ten because if he gets to that fourth down and he has a yard to go, he can go for it. So I thought it was a good call by him to do it. I respect the aggressiveness of him to do it. And, yeah, I mean, that that's what I think is going to make this team great. If Sirianni gives them more chances, on fourth downs to to be great, and I thought he did it tonight. Yeah, twenty six yard line and thirty seven yard line, and he went for it. That's that that's gutsy, man. Uh, to I mean, say they, the they, least, they had a touchdown drive without converting a third down. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Mike, Mike Quick had that on the on the broadcast. Very good job, Elliot. Let me ask you about the rush defense because you know we're seeing this week in and week out. They're allowing sixty two point nine on the ground. They are the best team in football, and they shut down a team that was absolutely scorching on the ground. Uh, you know, going into this game. It's a combination of, of things, but, man, have they been just unbelievable all season. Yeah, and they, they held the Dolphins, I believe, minus seven yards in the first half. This is a rushing attack that has ran over pretty much every team they've faced this season. And I, you know, I mentioned earlier in the call that Jalen Carter is one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL. I think the main difference between him and Javon, Javon Hargrave from last year is Jalen Carter can defend the run. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, Jordan Davis has been better. Fletcher Cox is obviously still um, a very good player. But I think that Jalen Carter's ability to both rush the passer so he can be out there on, on key throwing downs, but then to be able to stop the, the run as well 
is huge. Um, you know, I, I, so they all get credit. The linebackers get credit. I think it's somewhat scheme related. But yeah, I mean, their ability to make the Dolphins one dimensional and to take away the, uh, the, the running game from them is a huge part of the reason why they were so successful. Elliot, when you go on Miami radio in about three minutes, we'll use the term uh, gimmicky offense to describe Mike McDaniel and uh, Tua Tagovailoa on Fraud Watch. Yeah, I think that that team, that Dolphins team, and I don't want to take anything away from the Eagles, and I'll be a little harsher on it when I'm in Miami. Yeah, but, I'm sure you but, will. But the Dolphins are frauds. This is a team that whenever the opponent is tough, whenever the weather gets a little cold, whenever they play a good team, they don't show up. I mean, the Eagles absolutely dominate the Dolphins. They deserve all the credit in the world. I think the Eagles should be at the top of all the power rankings. But what I learned tonight about the Dolphins was I do not need to take them seriously as Super Bowl contenders. They might host play home playoff games. They they might be the one seed. Who knows? But I'll tell you right now, that Dolphins team is not going to the Super Bowl. Elliot, I say you lead with that when you talk to the Miami guys. I think that, I will. They're calling right now. All right. I'll make sure. I all right. You go do your thing. Elliot, we appreciate you hopping on for a couple minutes, man. Thanks. Sounds good. Talk to you soon. All right. You got it. That's Elliot Shore Park. Yeah, get into overall with the Miami guys. Why not?